0: Welcome to episode number 25 of the Classical Guitar Composers podcast. As always, I'm your host, Chris Hales. Glad to be bringing you another episode of the show that features your music, your original classical guitar compositions from around the globe. If this is your first time joining me, the show is simply a show that plays original classical guitar compositions, and all you need to do to have your piece featured on the show is email chris at classical guitar Dot com. Send me an mp3 recording of your piece, and I feature it on the show. It's that simple. And just to touch base with something I brought up last episode, real quickly. I, I mentioned that I'm having a bit of a case of writer's block. Yeah, I thought I'd just kind of give you all an update of where I'm at with that, but uh, I wouldn't say it's gone. But, in the past, what I've found is when I get writer's block... I, I always have a few ideas going, or, you know, themes, or something I've worked out. And what I've done in the past is, usually if I'm, you know, stuck on something I don't like, I've had it for a while, I just force myself to flesh out a piece using that theme, even if in the end it's no good. Even if I don't like this idea, I just write it down, I keep going essentially forcing my way through it And you know in the past that's I've actually had some success doing that going back and then editing and Or it'll sometimes shape together Even though I wasn't liking it at first it starts to shape together in a way I do Kind of had to use this Method to finish the American suite back when I wrote it anyway I've got a few things going now Um, but usually, usually when I do that, eventually I start to like it, or I start to get inspired on how to change it, and make it good, and I, and the one piece I'm working on, that hasn't happened yet. I've fleshed it out, it's, I've almost got a complete piece, and I just, I don't think it's very good, so this method has been letting me down a little bit this time, but I also have a second piece I've started, which I do like the way it's going, so I'm, Hoping to put some more focus there, a uh, little theme and variations. My goal is to have this piece finished and recorded within the next couple of months, and I can show it all to you. And uh, I'm thinking of setting myself a little deadline for, say, March. So in March, I hope to f- show you guys this new piece. Now, if you're having trouble finishing a piece, Why don't you set a deadline for yourself and say, on this day, I'm going to send it, the recording, to Chris at classicalguitarcomposers.com. Give yourself a deadline. Maybe that'll help if any of you are having that trouble. So, there's a little update of where that's at. I also have to talk about my good friend in England, Martin Slater. Now, I have... I don't even... Am I even allowed to talk about this? I don't know. Pretty amazing thing has happened. In the past, I have mentioned that I love Paganini's Grand Sonata, particularly the way it is played by Julian Bream. And not just the way it's played by Julian Bream, but Julian's arrangement of it. Originally, that piece piece is a violin and guitar duet. And a lot of guitarists just perform the guitar part. It's a it is a fairly lopsided. It really kind of opposite of what you might think. It's very lopsided in favor of the guitar, and the guitar part alone pretty much works as a solo. However, Julian Breams is is much much more full. And to tell you the truth, I don't really know if it's like Julian incorporated more of the violin part. I suspect that's what he did, but it's just it's just the best version, anyway, my friend Martin Slater in England has managed to obtain a copy of Julian Bream's Grand Sonata. Now, this is not something Julian ever published. this is not something you can order from g s p or strings by mail. I didn't even know if it like existed on paper but martin through his connections has obtained me a copy of julian's grand sonata and it's handwritten it's a little window into julian's methods it's actually a little bit um it's almost difficult to read in some spots because it's it's got some shorthand anyway but that along with the recording It's pretty cool. I've also noticed there's a few uh, differences between that and the recording I have, so I don't know if Julian uh, changed it more after he wrote it out, you know, but it doesn't matter. I don't say that meaning I'm displeased. I could not be more pleased. It still is extremely close to the recording I have. There was like a couple measures where I was like, okay, he did a little something different here, but it's amazing. Now it's a really difficult piece. I don't know, you know, if I'm ever going to fully have it in my fingers. But just as a as a person who collects sheet music anyway, and just for the just historical nature of what it is, and I mean, I mean, it, this came like straight out of Julian's library. It's a really, really awesome gift. I want to just say, on the show, Martin, again. Thank you so much. This is such an incredible gift. It is one of the coolest things I have ever been given. And, uh, and I cannot, uh, I cannot pass it along. Please do not ask. I signed a confidentiality agreement. Not confidentiality, whatever. I, I, I signed an agreement that I, I will not copy it or distribute it and I won't. So An incredible Christmas gift from my friend Martin Slater. Thanks again, Martin. It's truly, truly an awesome thing you did. All right, so being that it is Christmas Eve, as I am recording this, I'm going to go ahead and break format today. And I'm going to share with you a little recording. Um, For those of you who listened to the extra part of the October episode, where we had our halloween horror movie draft I had a guest on my show, my friend Jeremy Shogren I mentioned that he is a pianist. Well Jeremy and I threw together a quick arrangement of Bach's Jesu Joy of Man's Desiring. Now as I said we we threw this arrangement together really quickly and I think it turned out great we did it for guitar and piano which i think is a very underused duet combination it can be a little bit difficult volume wise if you're up close um... or if you're in a real small uh... room the guitar carries fine with the piano you know it requires some touch by the pianist but you know and if you're in a large room you know you can mic your guitar but i suspect that's why it's not written as much as it, you know because they go together very, very well and if you'd like to hear the best example I can think of would be uh, Tedesco's Fantasy for Piano and Guitar oh man, go check that out if you don't know it but I digress wouldn't normally play a Bach piece on the show but uh, I thought it might be a, a nice little uh, change up for the holiday season and, and of course Jeremy and I both work together at a recording studio we have access to the you know state-of-the-art equipment we've got amazing microphones an incredible room and uh, we went ahead and recorded it in his living room with a cell phone here it is Here's me and my friend Jeremy playing J.C. Joy of Man's Desiring by Bach. Like I say, just a little treat. Maybe it's because my coffee is tasting so good this morning. I don't know, but I thought I'd throw that in there. So, now back to the show. I'd like to read an email. Now, I might have to start changing things up a little bit again. Just, you know, as the show progresses, I try to see what works, what doesn't. But what's happening is, um, people send me music, and, and along with emails, and then I don't read the email on the show for a few months, because that's kind of been the wait time to have your piece played on the show. But then I, it seems like the emails are kind of old, you know, I don't know, anyway. we'll we'll see, we'll, we'll see how it works out, but, uh, this is not an old email, this is just... A response from the previous episode from my friend, Martin Slater. Chris, great new podcast. Despite all the troubles of the world, we must remember that music is our savior, and the sooner governments recognize that fact, the sooner society will regain, regain its mental stability. We must keep the faith. I hope your daughter was not too put off by that rather inconsiderate family. My daughter has only so far performed to fellow students and parents thereof, and is now preparing for her imminent grade 7 piano exam despite having already plunged totally into her fashion and design university studies. We have been encouraged by her teacher visiting our house to give her a mock exam in which she achieved a merit so everything should be fine. I only went to grade 6 with guitar before deviating to more academic musical studies. Regarding pieces that end in the minor key, I know that Tchaikovsky's Symphony Number no. 6 is technically in B minor, but he was pioneering in making the third movement major and the fourth movement minor totally opposed to expectations in mood. The third would surely have been a great finale in any other symphony. So, thank you, Martin. Uh, she did fine, despite all the noise. Uh, she's a trooper. So, yeah, thank you. And yes, I I should like to see theaters open again sooner than later. Also, uh, I've got a little something from Etienne, who we featured uh, last month, and one, he told me how to pronounce his name, so, Etienne Delaveau, and however I was saying it before, I know it wasn't that, it was totally wrong, but, Etienne writes, Hello Chris, I hope you will have a wonderful Christmas and New Year. A few years ago, I recorded all my guitar compositions and arrangements, the end result was called The Five Seasons of Guitar, and was made into a 5 CD box set. I'm happy to make this recording available to you as mp3 files. You can find out about the making of this project on YouTube. And he's provided a link there. He says you may also share this link with anyone who might be interested, and of course, you are welcome to use any of these in your blogs. Cheers. Thank you, Uh, I will... I'll put the YouTube link up on the website. And, ATN. I guess I better clarify. Are you saying, I'm sure you're okay with the YouTube link being shared, but the link to your MP3s, um, let me just have you clarify that. But I believe what ATN, I believe what he's saying is that you're welcome to these MP3s. We'll certainly be featuring more of ATN in future episodes. But yeah, ATN, if you could just uh, clarify that regarding sharing link, I don't want to share uh, anything you didn't intend to go out to the masses. Okay, and with that we're going to move on to the music portion of the show. We haven't heard from our friend Daniel Ainsworth in a while, but back in October I got some word from Daniel. says, hey, hope all is well in your world. Some life updates. My wife and I are expecting our first baby, a boy, and I've also become an elementary music teacher. I'm a couple of episodes behind, but I thought I'd submit some music for the podcast. A while back, while I was working at a thrift store, I found a set of French art songs and stole a bit of scale from a Debussy song to base a few pieces on. I have written a new set of solos using that bit of scale for classical guitar. Eight this time. They are meant to be a little more diverse than the last set, as well as being a little more beginner-friendly, though not terribly easy. I used to have a closet studio, and I actually recorded these when it was set up, but have since moved it upstairs. When I did that, I ended up re-recording them. They are still a bit rough for my liking. Anyway, attached are the MP3s for them, as well as the score in case you want to play them, though I'm sure you won't touch the third string F-sharp alternate tuning in number 8. Again, can't wait to catch up on the show, and hope to hear good things from you soon. I remain Daniel Ainsworth thank you Daniel and uh yeah he referring to the uh third string I don't care for the f sharp tuning on the third string when it comes to alternate tunings that's where I draw the line no i'll I'll give it a try what i what I need to do is I need to um put decent strings on one of my other guitars use it as an alternate tuning guitar uh and then it won't be such a big deal. Daniel, uh, congratulations on the pregnancy. This was a couple months ago, so I hope things have progressed well since then. Not quite sure how uh, far along your wife was at this time, but I hope all is well there. And thank you once again for sending these in. So, this is Eight Studies for Classical Guitar by Daniel Ainsworth and they're just numbered so we're just going to play them in order. And there it is. We've just heard Eight Studies for Classical Guitar by Daniel Ainsworth. Thank you so much, Daniel. It's great to hear from you again. I'm looking forward to the next episode. I hope you all have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And I still loathe the New Year's holiday. But nonetheless, I'll be celebrating the end of this one. Until next time, keep on plucking.